This is the Behind the Line podcast, and this is Pacific Northwest Headline News for Monday, May 23rd, 2022. The Washington State Department of Agriculture on Thursday requested that live market poultry sales cease for the next 30 days. The closure is not mandatory. Confirmed cases of highly pathogenic avian influenza H5N1 have shown up in nine small backyard flocks in Thurston Pierce, Pacific, Clallam, Spokane, Whatcom, and Okanagan counties since May 5th. The bird flu does not appear to have human health risks at this time and is unlikely to impact dogs, cats, or other pets, but they are cautioning pet owners to keep their animals away from dead birds. They will reevaluate at the end of 30 days. This so far has not impacted the sale of poultry. And the city of Seattle has a new strategy when dealing with homeless. No shelter, no sweep. We don't do sweeps here in Seattle, Mayor Bruce Harrell said on Thursday, touting the successes of the recent camp removal at the Woodland Park Zoo. Those same decision makers avoid using the term sweep whenever possible, but it's a word the public understands. Shelter is another simple word the public can wrap their heads around. The new strategy dictated by the same leaders will be based on the availability of temporary housing for the people being removed. We will let availability dictate the timeline, King County Regional Homeless Authority Mark Doan said at the same event. We'll let bed availability dictate the speed at which we move rather than force a false outcome. Errol says 60 people receive referrals to tiny house villages. 25 got referrals to enhanced shelters where people can stay more than 24 hours. And four were relocated to permanent housing alternatives. We don't know how many showed at the locations and accepted housing. So really, just as long as you have offered it, then... It's not just a sweep anymore. You've you haven't provided anybody housing unless you know that they went to housing. It's just the same old government little tricks. As Military Appreciation Month continues this last week in May, Wallet Hub released a report showing the best and worst cities in the country for military retirees to live in. The personal finance website's analysis measured all 50 states in the District of Columbia using 29 key metrics, including veterans per capita, number of Virginia, number of VA health facilities, and job opportunities for veterans. Oregon was ranked the fourth worst state for veterans, tying for last place with the highest percentage of homeless veterans and placing near the bottom of the list for housing affordability. WalletHub also said Oregon came in last place on its quality of life metric for military retirees. Washington State was ranked as the fifth worst state for veterans. The Evergreen State ranked 34th in the country in veteran-owned businesses, 42nd in housing affordability, 46th in percentage of homeless veterans, 47th in the number of VA health facilities per number of veterans, and 50th in veteran job opportunities. The report said that Vermont was the worst state for veterans, followed by Nevada and the District of Columbia. The best states for military retirees were Virginia, Florida, Minnesota, Maryland, and New Hampshire, ranked in positions 1 through 5, respectively. It's pretty sad. We should be treating the people that served our country a whole lot better than what we are. Law enforcement agencies in Washington and Oregon 
are rolling out a statewide crackdown on seatbelt violations. The effort is part of the annual nationwide Click It or Ticket campaign. Local agencies will use federal funding to educate or write you a ticket about seatbelt and child seat laws. The Oregon Department of Transportation data from 2020 shows improper seatbelt use was a factor in 32% of deadly crashes in the state. The campaign will run through June 5th. You know what was probably 100% factor in deadly accidents? Speed and inattention to driving. Maybe they should go out and deal with all the crazy drivers on the roads these days instead of wasting time looking for seatbelt violators. With everything going on right now, that's what we're going to spend our time and federal money on? Great. Hundreds, if not thousands, of students from across the Portland metro area gathered outside Portland City Hall Friday to rally for climate justice, an issue personal to many of them. It terrifies me that there's a possibility I may not be able to give my kids a safe planet to live on, said J.J. Klein-Wolf, a student at Ida B. Wells High School and one of the event organizers. Klein-Wolf said she and other organizers plan the event to call out what they describe as four big local contributors to climate change, the Oregon Department of Transportation, the Portland Business Alliance, Northwest Natural, and Zenith Energy. These four entities we're targeting as climate villains are not just standing are not just standing doing nothing, she said. They're actively making the climate and environment worse. Kleinwolf and her fellow demonstrators presented a list of demands that included more green infrastructure, less freeway expansion, and a divestment in fossil fuels. Well, I know for a fact that Zenith Energy has done a lot to try to make their business more green but these kids are brainwashed and until they're out of school and in the real world i'm not they're not sure they fully understand the impact of just cutting off fossil fuel with nothing else to go to i harp on this every time i read one of these stories all these democrats and these liberals they want us to switch off the fossil fuel but there's nothing even close for us to switch to, to be able to maintain our way of life right now. So why don't you get to work on figuring out something that works just as good as fossil fuel, but isn't as dirty as fossil fuel? Let's live in the real world and not make-believe fairyland. And continuing on with our wonderful public school system, a substitute teacher was arrested on suspicion of molesting four female students in a classroom At a Southern California elementary school, authorities said the alleged victims, ages 8 and 9 years old, told investigators the teacher touched them inappropriately in separate incidents at Adams Elementary in Santa Ana. Each victim was molested individually and at different times throughout the day, said a statement by the Santa Ana Police Department. The 69-year-old man posted a $100,000 bail after being arrested on suspicion of child molestation. Detectives believe there could be more alleged victims. The suspect was a teacher for the Santa Ana Unified School District for 18 years before becoming a substitute. Well, isn't that just great? These are the people teaching your kids in the public school system. Not only are they brainwashing them, but they're sexual predators to boot. Lawmakers in California are debating whether to open sites where people can inject or snort illegal drugs under the watchful gaze 
of a healthcare worker. These facilities are an effort to save lives as overdoses skyrocket across the country. Instead of having people use drugs on the sidewalk when your kid is walking by, we want to give them a place where they can go inside, said State Senator Scott Weiner, Democrat, San Francisco, the sponsor of a bill to pilot facilities in Oakland, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. The last time supervised injection facilities were on the table in California in 2018, the bill progressed all the way to Governor Jerry Brown's desk. He vetoed it. Why don't we stop making it okay to use illegal drugs? Drugs that kill you. Washington, Oregon, California, they all look the other way while these people use illegal drugs for whatever reason. Stop normalizing this behavior. By doing nothing, you are saying it's okay. Just look around these big cities on the West Coast and see the results of your normalizing all this behavior and allowing drugs and theft and homelessness. It all goes hand in hand. These West Coast cities are like a third world country. Even worse in some places. This has been Pacific Northwest Headline News. For more, visit BehindTheLinePodcast.com. Thanks for listening.